0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to Powerful Radio, relationship Wednesdays. I am Darren Noel.
0: And I'm Doctor Nefertiti Noel.
1: Welcome so glad to have you on. Why the show. are you
0: laughing so hard? We're very glad to have you guys tuned into our show. I don't I don't he's giggling about the excitement of what we've got offering um, to offer you guys today yeah. and we're, we're just super excited to talk to you about about productivity and goal setting and kind of knowing what direction you're going in but let me give you a little bit of background I am a I run a full-time private practice And we're really thriving in the Naperville-Chicagoland area. We're opening up uh, multiple locations right now. We're in the city of Chicago and in Naperville. We also do uh, telepsychiatry and psychology. So if you need us for things that are a little deeper than what we're discussing on the show, um, give us a call at our office number, which is 630-428-2344. And for tonight's discussion, if you have some things that you specifically want some assistance with tonight, Give us a call at 323-693-3835, 323-693-3835. So I wanted to talk today about, um, you guys, we cover every, I'm sorry, I forgot to say what you did, Darren. I'm sorry, go
1: ahead. Yeah, my name is Darren Noel, and my background is in corporate America. Here at Orleans Associates, I focus on mock interviews, resume consults, and life coaching. All
0: right. Sorry about skipping that over today. Um But we're really excited to talk to you guys about streamlining your life. I mean, I think that's really what today's discussion is about. We live in a very – this is a time of life where you could be super-duper busy but doing nothing at all. Yes. I mean, we've got social media everywhere. We've got activism and and civil rights things going on all over the place. We've got um, kids' activities that need to be done. You've got – things you want to do for yourself. You've got career goals, body goals, weight goals, spiritual goals. There's so many different ways to focus your life. And I think a lot of times people have the best intentions of being intentional with their living and going, you know, the right places. But a lot of times people end up just being busy and not really truly being productive.
1: You know, it comes down to really focusing on your goals, getting understanding of what you're trying to accomplish so you're not spread too thin. You know, the thing you can be busy but not productive. That's the whole point of it. You can stay busy. I am working so hard, but at the end of the day, you really didn't accomplish anything. There's no results to show for it. Okay, so it's something you have to watch out for. Because you can you can fool yourself into thinking that you're productive, but really you just be busy. Absolutely,
0: and and it happens a lot. So let's let's begin at the beginning. What do you want? And I'm gonna pause while while each of you all out there listening to us. Think about what you want, because that's that's the serious question of the day. What do you want? So I'm going to pause. I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to ramble a little bit while you get yourself a sheet of paper, um, or while you open up your telephone to the notes section. If you're on an iPhone, just type in notes in your search bar, and up they will come, and add a note for today. And today's question is, what do you want? What do you really, really want? You can ask that question in several ways. Where are you headed? What are your goals? What is the top of the thing on the list of things to do for you? Um, and you can think of it short-term or long-term. I'm at a stage in my my life where my goals are, are pretty much long-term because I'm thinking legacy now, right? But to even get to achieving some of my long-term goals, I have to have some short-term goals that give me focus. And if you guys want some some – more detailed information on how to goal set. We did a show maybe um, a few months back on goal setting, uh, setting directions for yourself and which direction to go, depending on what it is you want. But really, what do you want?
1: And that's really the bottom line. Because based on what you want, you're going to know the action steps that you're going to need to achieve those goals, okay? And you want to be specific as possible so you're not spread too thin. So you must stay, stay on track, Okay. Um, if I could jump in, Doc, um, a good book. I would like to talk about books, okay? A particular book by Jack Welch uh, from GE, Winning. Great book in terms of I'm going to hit it from a corporate America standpoint. It talks about winning. In, in corporate America, you know, a lot of times people can spend a lot of time with the squeaky wheel, right? The person who's causing the most problems, who's uh, uh, raising red flags, causing issues in the department. You can spend a lot of time with these problem employees, troublemaking employees, and it can take you off your focus, okay? Versus he says, take a look at this. Let's manage those people out. You know, hey, this is a person who needs to be gone. They have a proven track record. They're, they're not producing. Don't spend a whole bunch of time with them. Work on managing them out through the process, okay? Well, you really want to spend your time focusing on or the top performers because those are the folks who are going to help you deliver the results, okay? So you spend, you spend uh, two hours with a troublemaker or a, problem, a problematic employee who really is not interested in working, things of that nature, guess what? You just spend two hours. At the end of the day, that person is probably not going to change. You really just wasted two hours. First is you have one of your top employees with you. You spend two hours with them. You guys are on the same page. He, knows, he or she knows exactly what you're trying to accomplish. They know what they need to do to help you accomplish that goal. Ooh, that's a powerful two hours you spend your time. So you got to think about that, Okay. So that was, I would say that's a productive two-hour meeting versus just a busy two-hour meeting. Okay. So I think Darren's
0: kind of, he jumped the hell a little bit, and he's just talking about in a work setting, if you are a supervisor or a manager or um, a leader of some sort, thinking about what you want, what productivity looks like for you, and then working with the, the people that you have on your staff that can get you where you want to go. Yes. But I want to kind of make this, instead of macro, I want to think micro for a second. I still want to make sure people are writing down what you really want. And and I want to make sure that you can write down what you want in every single area, but focus is about focusing on two to three things top, top at a time. So I want you to write that down, that you could have a thousand goals that you want to achieve over your life course, but really most people can only do two very well as main goals that they focus on all the time. I say three, just adding in the fact that people have children, right? So, I mean, they're going to be a focus just because they have to be a focus. Now, not everybody lives that way, but let's assume that we're all living where our children are just going to be a focus because they have to be a focus, Right. okay? Outside of that, what are the top two things that you want to do? Now, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to own a business? Do you want to achieve a degree level that's that's of a particular type? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to... Um, start a movement Do you want to produce an idea Of some sort that can change the world If so You can only have Two tops of these driving Things at a time And once you decide What that thing's going to be Now everybody goes through a different decision making process and, again, we've had a show that talks about how to make good decisions. And so if you're single, maybe you're the only voice you have to listen to when you start thinking about the future. If you're married, then you've got to listen to your voice and your spouse's voice. Um, if you, if you, I normally don't include my daughter in my long-term goal decisions of what I'm going to do, but some people do d- decide to hear the voices of their children and those types of things. So if you set some goals and you kind of ran it through the channels to know that, okay, this is the goal I can actually achieve, let's get to it. How do you stay focused and streamlined instead of just busy? Number one, once you define the top two things that are your major goals for whatever season or span of time that you're talking about, every decision that you make needs to be focused on that. Every decision that you make needs to be focused on that.
1: Going to add a little
0: more. It means you're going to have to give up something to get what you want. It means that. You can focus on things, but you're still going to have to give up something to get what you want. So what does that mean? That means that if you decide, let's just use you're going to be a bodybuilder, for example. Let's say that you've decided that you're going to be a bodybuilder, and that's your number one goal, that by the end of this year, your body's going to be ripped, you're going to weigh a certain amount, you're going to have a certain BMI, you're going to participate in certain things. Then all the decisions that you make have to line up with that. I'll give you an example. If you do gym six days a week and you set a time for gym and then somebody comes along and says, I know that you have got yourself set up for the gym, but I have a great opportunity for us to go to Vegas to the iHeartRadio concert, and I've got free tickets, free hotel, free airfare, everything's on me. Let's go. Your decisions have to support the goal that you made, so you may have to say no to that. And that may be something very hard for you to do if if it's something that, like, let's say you want to go to Vegas. Let's say that sounds like a great idea. and You tell yourself, I can find a gym in Vegas, I can work out in Vegas, and you, you've got all that worked out. However, if it doesn't meet the need of your goal, if it doesn't get you somewhere closer to your goal, even if it's by a little bit, then it will have to be something that you decide not to do, even if it's the best opportunity ever that comes up. So I'm going to say that in a different word or in different words. You're going to have to give up something to get what you want. That's all focusing and streamlining is about. That includes if you – today I was talking to someone that was telling me that he really had a goal that he wanted to meet. But he couldn't do the goal. He couldn't make the goal because his kids had um, soccer practice on Mondays, dance recitals on Tuesdays, karate on Wednesdays, boiling Girl Scouts on Thursdays, and Fridays was always a play date for them. He said to me, but I really want to do this thing, but I just can't take all those things away from my kid during the week because there are things that I never had that they deserve to have, and just because I want to achieve this goal doesn't mean they should have to suffer.
1: Okay. It sounded like him spending his time with his kids and supporting his children was really a goal, really what he wanted to do.
0: Yeah, that actually is not what it sounded like to me. It sounded like he was making an excuse to not achieve this goal. Because this two- and five-year-old are only in activities that he signed them up for. Okay. You know, so I'm going to take a different spin on this. I'm going to be kind of firm. Because a lot of people use their kids as an excuse to not achieve the greatness that they can achieve. Because they're saying, well, I'm so into my children, which is true. We all have to start into our children. But we allow their schedules to dictate what we do, and a lot of times that defocuses people, and then you don't reach the goals that you have. Your kids turn 18, go to college, move out, and move on with their lives, and you're 17 years behind in setting the goals of doing the things that you said you wanted to do. So it does not sound like his kids were a bigger goal, because no one's saying not to feed your kids, not to clothe your kids, not to give them um, everything that they need. I'm, I'm simply stating that you may have to allow them to give up Part of their social calendar to achieve what you
1: need to achieve. Okay. So that's something that's going to have to balance out. It may not be easy, okay, but it's something that's going have to do. If you it may not
0: be balanced. I mean, I think that's another myth that we have. Dr. You know, I want a balanced life. Well, sometimes when you're in a mission, I can almost guarantee you that leading up to the Olympics, these champions' lives are not balanced. They're not getting the perfect amount of playtime with all of their friends. They're not watching the perfect amount of TV. They're not given 55 minutes of social media every day. They are working their feet to the grind. They're grinding to get exactly where they want to go. I can almost guarantee you that they're not balanced.
1: Absolutely. I would agree with that.
0: I can tell you that when I was in college, I've got several degrees. My husband has several degrees. There came a point in time where my studying outweighed my playtime. And the myth of balance is just enough play time, just enough work time, just enough study time. But the reality of it is, is I had to give up sleep a lot of times to get great, and we all have to do it, right? There's that one person in the world that doesn't have to do that. They, they, they never even have to sleep, or maybe they never even have to study. But the rest of the world has to sometimes be in balance to get what they need. Not unhealthy. Right. I'm saying balance, that everything will not be equal parts of grain to meet
1: the goal that you need to make. I agree with that. I know a lot of people even talked when um, Bill Gates was coming on, right, and he was people would say he would come to meetings, he almost looked at the shovel sometimes. He was so focused on getting his new software out. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, but, you know, his, his tie was not wrong. Maybe his hair was a little messed up. But guess what? He was completely focused on his goal. He maybe he had to lose some sleep, sleep in the office. He said, I was so focused I wasn't paying attention if I was, was totally groomed, Look right. I just wanted my proc to get out there.
0: And now, how many of us know that we all know his product and we all know his name, right? Absolutely. And it's not because he lived a perfectly balanced life at all times. It's because sometimes he was unbalanced doing the things that he needed to do um,
1: to achieve the goals that he had. And the sacrifice like that doesn't have to last forever, right? I mean, he's not running at that same pace forever. He achieved his goal, guess what? Now he has a different lifestyle. He's not doesn't necessarily have to work those hours as he did in the past. Absolutely, he to a different focus.
0: Absolutely, and and we we're all going to have to give up something we want to get where we are. I say that to maybe ninety five percent of my clients, and only some of them hear me.
1: Mm, okay.
0: You know, I'll give you another example. Let's say your goal is to have a healthy marriage. Um, and let's say you want to regain trust, but you've cheated or stepped out or done something that you should not have done. And let's say your wife or your husband says, I want to be able to look through your phone and check all of your text messages and your telephone calls, right? And somebody says, several, most people say to me, Doctor, well, I don't want that. She either has to trust me or he has to trust me or not. And I say that if you want to restore your marriage, every decision you make needs to be moving towards restoring your marriage, which means you may have to be uncomfortable. So now, one, we've given up something to get what we want. Two, we've realized that every decision that we're making is going to our goal. Three, we've realized that sometimes we're not balanced. Four, four, we may have to be uncomfortable. And we may have to give our spouse or, I mean, just if that's the goal that you have, something that you feel uncomfortable. Now, I don't mean like um, I have to have pain while I'm having sex because that makes my husband hurt. No, I mean things like, I can trust you better if I can take a look at your phone call. Okay, right. that may make me uncomfortable, but it, but it's okay because I'm I'm trying to achieve a goal.
1: Right, you're trying to build that trust again. Mm-hmm. Okay, it may be. Guess what? I need you to call me when you're leaving work, so I have an understanding of what time I can expect you at home. Okay, mm-hmm. and again, that's it. May not be forever. You have to do that, but you have to build up that equity and help and build up restore that relationship. Okay. So, guess what? For six months, that's what that means. What what do you have to do to help build that trust back? Absolutely. That's truly your goal. That's what you're willing to make that sacrifice.
0: For example, when you are dieting, when someone's losing weight, changing their eating lifestyle, they have to give up something to get what they want. Let's just look at that. Okay that as the main goal. That's the priority. Every decision you make is focused on that goal. So that means when you go out to eat at a restaurant, your decisions have to match the goal that you have. So that means you that means you may have to give up something to get what you want. So that means if you go to Cheesecake Factory, you may have to get a salad instead of getting the fried dip tempura with a side of yummy. right? Right. It means, number three, sometimes life won't be balanced. Sometimes you're going to feel like, man, I used to go out and eat and have so much fun with my meal, and now all I can have is lettuce. Okay, so you're not going to have what you want. And it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable, right? I want some
1: more flavor. I want this. I want some crunchy. Mm -hmm. I want some sweet. But guess what? You're trying to achieve their weight Mm -hmm. goal.
0: And then the the, the next thing is you you have to learn that getting your, what you want is not always easy, right? So you have to do all these steps to get there, and you may not get a pat on the back. Um, you may not get a pat on the back all the time, you know? And so if you're just busy to be busy, let's give another example. Let's say you want to become a well-known speaker in your area, and so people call you day and night to, to get you to speak, and you speak everywhere. You speak at the pet convention. You speak at churches. You speak here. You speak there. If your goal is not focused but you're doing all of that speaking every night of the week, you may still not achieve your goal. You may just be busy speaking everywhere but not achieving what you want to achieve.
1: Let's talk some more about that in terms of we're talking about examples of that, that busy but really not productive if we can. Let's okay. talk some more about that. The uh, examples are those.
0: Darren, could you give a work example? Because I think this is really good for workers to hear the difference between busyness and productivity.
1: Absolutely. So let's say you have a project to install a new piece of equipment. You know, it's engineering design, you need to install this new piece of equipment. You're the project manager for that project. Okay? The first thing you want to do is try to get your timeline. You need to be here is a six month project. You want to be here month one, here month two, here month three, here month four. Okay? You can spend a lot of time in the Engineering phases, um, trying to get contractors together, and you can, you know, you really need to do that within the first month. But you're, let's say, you spent the first three months trying to get these these contractors together. I am getting this contract down to the, you know, every nook and cranny of that contract down, and I spent a lot of time on it. But you are behind schedule. You are doing the job. You're staying busy okay, but you, by that time you, you should have done it in month one, you're now in month three, you're, 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 your product is off, is off off all kilter. You're not going to make your end goal of delivering that in the next six months where you need to, have that machine installed, okay? Let,
0: let, me, let, so, me, let me break that example down a little go bit. Ahead. Maybe you spend a long time on the emails that you're sending out about the project, and you're there like everybody leaves at five, but you stay to seven o'clock getting the wording of that email perfectly, but your execution is off. You're busy, but you're not productive.
1: Well, let's say you have, you look reviewing ten different contractors. Okay, you need to spend time. All right, I need to eliminate. It. I'm not going to go through every single deep depth interview of all ten of them. I'm going to pick a top three, and I'm going to zero in on those because you can't spend all your time going through ten different contractors. Let me narrow down to three, and those three, from those look pretty good. Then I'm going to drive dive into it mm-hmm. and and pick the one I want.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: But you could hold on. You were busy doing a lot of work, but you were not productive. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's one example of that. Busy but not productive. Because at the end of the day, you have to meet your goals. So if you work really hard, okay, but at the end of the day, your goals were not met. Okay, someone's gonna ask. you, Well, you know what? I understand that you worked hard. Okay, but at the end of the day, you didn't have what I needed. The same thing. If you're if you're if you're a customer, and uh, your wedding day, because I was working all day to get your cake ready. But I need my cake for the wedding day. Okay? I tried to get a ride, you know, I was wanting to just be perfect, but you know what? I left late, I missed the truck, so I didn't get, a, uh, to get the cake to you at the time you needed to get at your wedding. What does that do for me if, if I'm trying to get, if that's my marriage, Well, that's my, that's my wedding day. You missed the, missed the goal. You were just busy, okay? But and then you're not productive. You're not going to get paid. You're going to uh, lose business in the future. You get bad mouth. Guess what? I had everything planned. The cake was supposed to be fantastic. We didn't have the cake. Get on social media, social media. If you need to get uh, cake man you want to have a baker, don't use this, folks. They won't deliver on time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Here's another thing, busy instead of being productive. Let's, let's go back to the example of a person that wants to achieve an ultimate goal, but they're saying that their children are stopping them from being able to do that, right? I'll give you an example of busy instead of productive. So you Monday go to soccer with them, Tuesday go to choir rehearsal with them, Wednesday go to dance, Thursday go to swimming, Friday go to horse readings with them. And so you say, Dr. no, that's really what's stopping me from doing what I want to do. Okay, I say, okay, so what do you do for the rest of your time? Well, I'm in a soccer league myself um, because I need to really use some – I need to get some of my excess uh, energy out. I need to push – push around a ball, exert some, some, some physical energy. So what what have you done to work on your plan? I just don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I'm too busy with their schedule and my personal schedule. And then every Friday I have to go out at midnight to the latest film that came out because I really want to stay in the know. And part of what I want to do is have swag and be on the edge of things. But you're not, you're, you, got, you got dates all the time, but you don't have productivity towards what you want to have it on.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Or my favorite is when someone says to me, I am building a website for my company, Dr. Mo I'm gonna sell um peanut butter cups okay, that's fantastic. tell me more about it well i've been I've been spending months on my website. Oh okay. How many – well, every day I look at 50 websites to see what other people are doing. Then I interview website companies so they can tell me how much it will cost me. Then I compare those spreadsheets every night to get down to the very one that I want to get to. Then I go around and I've tasted 100 buttercups to find out what buttercups should taste like. And I say, well, what have you done for your own recipe? Not a lot because I've had to do all this background work.
1: Okay, okay. But we're super busy. Right. If you look at how many hours we're spending, up we spend a lot of hours toward that mm-hmm. –
0: they go. We also are busy a lot of times with stuff that we think is helping us. I'm going to relax by watching seven hours on Netflix, and that's what I'm going to do with my time. So you, you spend seven hours on that, and you tell me you can't do what you need to do because that's the way that you debrief for the day. That's the way you unwind for the day. But that's also the way your mind stays tied up on somebody else's life instead of your own. That's another example of busy instead of productive. Another example of busy instead of productive is Saying yes, I want to be a good parent. Let's say that's your goal. So then the PTA asks you to join, and you say yes, I'll join the PTA. Yes, I'll lead the cups, the the, the butterscotch group. Yes, I'll come in early. Yes, I'll come in late. So you're doing everything to be busy, but you're actually giving quality time where it needs to be given. I mean, so that's just another example of busy instead of being productive.
1: You know, we're you get caught up in, uh, in emails, jumping on emails and things of that nature. Okay, I'm staying busy tracking all my email. Okay, guess what? Productive. I'm going to see if my boss or my boss is off, emails me, guess what? I'm going to jump on those. If I'm in the middle of a project and someone else's email, I can get it toward the end of the day. Okay? Because mm-hmm. so guess what? You can spend all the time with that, but you're not focusing on stuff that's affecting your, uh, your scorecard. Absolutely. Or your job. The stuff that's on your key, your, your key performance indicators.
0: We each have to learn what the essential moves are that we need to make every day we got to learn. To be productive, you got to know what your essential moves are. You can make a 1,000 moves but not really do anything. So what are the moves that you – like, it's like the person that cleans up the house and you start in the kitchen and then you look left and you realize there's some shoes by the door and then you look right and you realize that there's some dirty clothes by the – you know, in in this other room and and you've never finished one room at a time because every time you look somewhere, you got distracted and got busy with that, but you're never productive enough to say, I'm just going to focus on the kitchen and get the kitchen done right now. So, again, just learn how to streamline and manage your life so that you're not making just run around with, I'm doing so much, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. You know, I see a lot of religious people do this. They do um, Bible study on Monday, Clark Horse on Tuesday. Uh, uh, They go to church and they they serve the homeless on Wednesday. Like seven days a week they're working to do those things, but they're not, let's say, reading their Bible so they they can get some understanding
1: makes sense. You know, so there's
0: yep. just a lot of different areas where we can be busy instead of being productive.
1: I'm going to talk about hiring, you know, hiring. Sometimes it's hard to find good people sometimes, right, in trying to find the match. You can spend a lot of time interviewing, going through resumes, trying to find the right person, okay? And if you've spent, you know, time at the time of time, the wrong person, someone comes to your organization and quits. You know, they, they work for six months and then they quit. You know, you may need to reevaluate, how you're doing. Are we asking the right questions up in the interview? Are we doing a proper screening process, even on the phone call? I'd rather spend 10 minutes with you on a phone call weeding somebody out versus not, not really getting to the nick of the crane of what I'm looking for from an employee, what I require, what their background is, and I hire them, and I spend a whole bunch of time training them, and to find out in uh, week six, you know what, this, is, this really will not look good fit. But what's the, you spend all that time training them, all that time investing in them, and just to have them quit. You wasted a lot of time. I'd rather do that up front with them. You know what? This is really what it's going to require. I require someone you know, to be flexible with their hours. I need someone who's good at multitasking. You know, I need someone who's uh, bilingual, comfortable with multiculturals. And if, if they're not, guess what? I'm not going to even bring you on. I'm not wasting time. You can spend a lot of time in that when you're trying to hire from a corporate standpoint um, and not really focusing on what you need. Absolutely.
0: Let's let's go through a few things that they say are um, differences between busy people and productive people. And this um, article is by Connor Neal, and it's, it's classified under productivity. Um, so he says he spent a day with the world's number one Ultraman um, back in 2010, and he told him about the difference in his life and the mountains and the, and the life that he sees uh, kind of in the city, like the difference between living slow and living fast. And he starts talking about what the difference is between busy and productivity. Um, and one of the things he says is busy people want to look like they have a mission. Productive people actually have a mission. Okay? And, I mean, and, and so you can wordsmith that, but let me change it around to let, to let you know. Unfocused people kind of go whichever direction the the wind leads. Focused and productive people have a direction that they're going, They're they're constantly trying to head in that direction every day. Um, it says busy people have many priorities. Productive people have few priorities. So we live in a world where you, you always have priorities, but you got to figure out which priorities rise to the top and which ones are in the middle and which ones can go to the bottom, right? right. And a lot of times, that, I mean, like if your house floods on a Monday, that becomes a priority. So the, your main focus is to stop the, the flood, right? Right. But the next day, once the flood is taken care of, you still have your other priorities to get back to. Right. You know, so knowing how to toggle between those those kind of acute things that happen right now and then the things that ha- that are long-term. Right. Oh, go ahead. Another one says, busy people say yes quickly. Productive people say yes slowly. Busy people focus on action. Productive people focus on clarity before action, like understanding while you're taking the moves or making the moves that you're making, busy people keep all doors open. Productive people close doors, meaning that um, you don't have to keep everybody waiting or make everybody think that that you're going to work with them. You can choose to work in the ways or in the arenas that are good for you, and then you can let other people say, hey, "I'm interested in what you have going on, but it doesn't fit my mold right now." I can call you back in six months. I can call you back in eight months. I can call you back in a year. Busy people talk about how busy they are. Productive people let results do the talking. Um, busy, number seven, busy people talk about how little time they have. Productive people make time for what is important. That, to me, is a really, really good one. Um, busy people multitask. Task. Productive people focus on goals. Number nine, busy people respond quickly to emails. Productive people take their time and kind of respond to the things that need to be responded to. Number ten, busy people want other people to, to be to be busy. Productive people want others to be effective. And I think Darren talked a little bit about that when he was talking about work. Um, Busy people talk about how they will change. Productive people are making those changes. So just think free to think about. We're excited about our futures. We're excited about what you guys have ahead of you and kind of getting to to set your goals, set your priorities, and focus on those things. Take the clutter out of your life and streamline.
1: Thanks, folks. Have a great week.
0: All right. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.